Fest, episode number 45. Hi, this is Martin Woodward. And this is Greg Duncan. So, uh, last couple of weeks, uh, we're back. We're back from our little summer break. Uh, we had the holiday, U.S. holiday last week, and the week before was uh, TechEd 2012 Europe. Uh, that was a tech ed that I could not attend, but uh, Martin, you went to that one. What was your impressions compared to uh, the North American tech ed? Hi, I, yeah, that's interesting. It was, it was um, a bit of a, it was, a, it was a big show in terms of a number of people in terms of tech ed Europe. It is a slightly smaller show than tech ed America, and the show, but you could only really tell by the the show floor. You know, the actual. Um, the the space we had for the exhibitors and things those mm-hmm. sorts of areas were a bit smaller because the venue was a little bit smaller um, in Amsterdam but uh, no the in terms of the sessions and the content that went across we actually gave more or less the same sessions that we'd given in um, TechEd America a couple of weeks before which was good because meant we didn't have to redo a bunch of talks which it means you had to practice that means the TechEd yeah. Europe that means they got the you know the the refined version of the shows <laughs> And that's actually true. I mean, a lot of a lot of the speakers um, from you know we would we had you know obviously like a, um, I'm trying to think what the politically correct word is for when you do a, like regi- go and look at the problems of stuff. Did a retrospective on it. Retrospective. And then you... That's a politically correct word. Thank <laughs> you. How did I not remember that? We do retrospectives every every three weeks. Anyway, so. Um, uh, yeah, so we did a retrospective on how things went, and um, you know a lot of lot of improvements came up. So that was really good. There, we, we the European guys got to get you know uh, didn't have to sit through the dress rehearsal like the tech ed uh, American people did. But the sessions went really well. The um, the questions at the booth were interesting as well. Um, there were a lot of really hardcore uh, developers coming along. Um, and it was really good. It was a really good show. I enjoyed both this year, TechEd um, uh, Europe and TechEd America. Uh, the, the the crowds are slightly different, but not mm-hmm. you know, but in but in both in good ways, sort of thing. I really really enjoy myself. Um, in terms of uh, going to see the sessions, they were very. Um, it was very similar content to what was given in TechEd America. So um, probably the recommendations we had from the last show, if you go to RadioTFS.com and look at episode number 44, um, you'll see we gave a, a link to a bunch of sessions. They're probably still the ones I would recommend. Um, maybe maybe go check out the European versions of them if you want. You know, for, like I know Anthony Borton's in particular was a lot happier with how his session went, the accidental admin one. Um, mm-hmm. But mine was interesting because, you know, I, the the sessions I gave, I gave them in the opposite order. I did a TFS in the cloud one and then a TFS preview talk. I gave them in the opposite order. And the, <laughs> the one I give first seems to do better. I don't know if that's because I have more energy at the start of the week. Or... <laughs> we'll see. Well, there we go. Um, so if you go to tinyurl.com slash mstechhead EMA2012, that'll uh, take you to the TechEd um uh, site where you can go download all the videos on demand and get hold of the slide presentations. Oh, here's a top tip for you. Whoever was uploading the videos for Tech Edomia actually did them in more formats. So in for Tech Ed America, they're just available in um, video and like the high-res video. Mm-hmm. For Tech Edomia, they did lower-res videos and audio versions as well. And I quite, list, I quite like listening to the presentations um, while I'm doing some chores and things. 
and normally I can catch a bunch of stuff there, but then I find if it's something that um, I really want to watch the demo for or watch how they did it um, or and take some notes, then I can go back and grab the video. But by listening to the audio, you know, it lets me it lets me do a quick uh, pass of the talks. You, you can listen to them at two times speed and things like that. So yeah, uh, the, the the European versions of the sessions, and they all have the same session codes. They have the audio attached and things in a few different hmm. video formats. So there you go. Just one nice. Uh, so, what about you? What's 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 been going on in in your news feeds? Well, the the, the big reveal, you know, North America. We did uh, TechEd North America 2012. There was uh, you know, a number of reveals, but uh, just a couple days ago on the Twitter sphere, and this is really the only place that I have seen it. Jason Zander uh, dropped a interesting bomb, at least for development, not a bomb, but a, a good announcement. In that, um, you know, people have been asking. You know, when will VS2012 ship? When's it going to RTM? We've seen the everybody hopefully out there has already seen the news announcements from the um, Windows Partner Conference that you know uh, Windows 8 will RTM in the first week of August and become generally available in October, and that's the basic same time frame for Windows Server 2012. But what about Visual Studio 2012? Jason Zander just tweeted, uh, and it is tiny URL JZ. VS 2012 tweet that VS 2012 will RTM in early August with Windows. Oh, <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know we'd announced that. <laughs> yeah, this is really the only place that I've seen. Hopefully, we won't get in trouble by announcing this, but it's been retweeted a number of times, and it, he uh, okay. uh, tweeted it on the tenth, and it hasn't deleted it yet. Cool. So, uh, and Ed Blankenship has has mentioned it on on his blog. Uh, so it looks like we're it's good, Ooh. you know. We're we we've got a date, you know. Everybody will be keeping their uh, uh, MSDN subscriptions, hopefully, uh, uh, you know, very refreshed that uh, first week in August, and and we'll see. Now I don't know, you know. Everybody's saying that Windows 8 will RTM. Nobody's really necessarily said that I have seen that it will be available on MSDN or TechNet that first week of August. I think everybody assumes it will be, and it usually has, but uh, I haven't seen it in print or, or, or on screen yet that it will be available. I wouldn't, you know, it could be a delay. You know, I, I've seen them when they say RTM this day and it comes out uh, a week or two later. You know, we'll see, yeah. but I would expect it to be. RTM is when we finish in the team and we hand it over to manufacturing and and, exactly. and send it through the pipes. It can yep. take it can take. I mean, especially uh, with a big release like that, it can take a little while for it to come through the pipes and get onto all the content delivery networks and everything and out to CD manufacturing plants. So, um, yeah, it takes a while, but um, well, well, we'll see. We'll see what happens. This is exciting yeah. stuff. Absolutely, and I have to assume that when he uh, Jason says VS twenty twelve, that he's meaning TFS twenty twelve, and he's the entire development suite there. So yeah. uh, that is that is very exciting to, to see that date. Mm. And speaking of of uh, Visual Studio twenty twelve, uh, yeah. you've been a project with uh, Mickey and Brian Keller and. Yeah, we've Actually, been busy. Projects, yeah. We did two, uh, I've had two little projects going on with, you know, as well as trying to get Team Explorer everywhere and TFS 2012 <laughs> ready. Um, and do the podcast and look after two kids. We've also got the, um, we've been working on uh, updates to the uh, professional application lifecycle management with Visual Studio 2012 and professional team foundation server 2012 books. So, um, the, the, I'm just, 
currently finishing off actually some screenshots and things um, of the uh, you know the because there was the user interface changed a lot between the beta and the RC, so I've had to go back and redo a bunch of my screenshots. So, um, but uh, yeah, so just finishing off the ALM book right now, um, and then that'll be in print. Um, hopefully. The current date on Amazon is like middle of September or something like that. So we'll wow. just see. You know, it's it's some. You know, we'll we'll find out. So I'm not sure. I'm not actually sure when it goes to print, but but you know, sometime this year. And mm-hmm. then um, the TFS book's running a bit behind that because. Um, so the ALM book's like a good all-round introduction into everything, um, but the ALM product set is huge, and there's been like a bunch of new stuff that arrives. You know, like code review and. Um, uh, some of the changes to unit testing and my work and a bunch of stuff that came into Visual Studio Ultimate in mm-hmm. 2012 that we needed to cover. So, um, you know, when we didn't want to get much bigger than the 625 <laughs> pages that the book already is, it's not a light book already. So we've, um, we've, we've shifted the content around and kind of made sure that the ALM book gives you a really good introduction into how, um, how you can how you t- how to use the ALM tools. So as a as a user of them and as a you know as somebody who has the ALM tool sets, Visual Studio mm-hmm. Ultimate and TFS 2012, and the Eclipse stuff and you know the um, and the test manager stuff, how to actually use those and and get started with them and 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 some in depth stuff in using them. The professional TFS 2012 book, which will follow along a little bit later, that's geared very much at you know. Uh, the listeners of this show um, uh, uh, deep dive into nuts and bolts of how things are um, grants luckily it's so that one so the, the ALM book is me Brian Brian Keller and Mickey Gousset and then the um, the TFS book is me Grant Holiday and uh, Ed Blankenship so um, yeah both got both those guys know a heck of a lot about a lot of things <laughs> Um, and so Grant in particular, you know, the genius that he is on TFS. Right. Um, so he does a bunch of all the admin chapters and some of the real deep, deep, deep guts of TFS. Um, I'm doing things like the version control and the build stuff there and Ed's doing the rest of the stuff kind of thing. So yeah, it's, um, looking good. It's, uh, lots of, lots of good stuff there, hopefully. And it's, it says updated for Visual Studio 2012, but basically that means rewritten for Visual Studio 2012. <laughs> We've completely changed how it's organized. I don't think there's a single chapter. Maybe the – no, even the branching guidance changed a lot because um, uh, cause on hosted you can have um, – you can have drops, build drops in your um, inversion control. I kind of wanted to cover how to, how to handle those, you know, within branching and things like that. So anyway, uh, so basically, nearly every chapter has been, you know, revised very, at least revised very heavily in a lot of cases, but was completely rewritten. And then there's new chapters and things. So if you go to um, tinyurl.com/vs2012books, then that'll take you to Brian Keller's uh, blog post where he has um, links to the two books where you can pre-order them if you really want to. Um, we'll have more details on them as we get closer. The, the links that Brian's got are actually his Amazon associate links as well. <laughs> People say which he gets everywhere. I'm very jealous. The, uh, people say you don't make money from writing books, and you don't. But you, you make more money from your Amazon associate links to books. And, mm-hmm. uh, and Brian's very good at getting his links in places. So, uh, yeah, tinyurl.com slash vs2012books if you want to get Brian some more Amazon gift vouchers by buying a copy of the book. Um, yeah, so that's good That's good stuff. Anything else, Greg? Well, I was actually going to ask you, 
who's the target audience for the professional uh, TFS twenty twelve book? Is that like the admin guy? Is that like the manager? Is that like basically anybody who uses Team Explorer? Yeah, or everybody, all of the above. Yeah, I would say um, if you're a manager or just a plain old user of Team Explorer, then the ALM book's probably good enough for you. The mm-hmm. TFS book's designed definitely at the administrator of TFS, but also at the power user of TFS and the the person who really wants to understand Team Foundation Server and maybe customize the builds, you know, do some um, process template customizations, do some... Ah. Uh, you know that sort of thing. The, 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 the power user would be the TFS book. The mm-hmm. listener of this show is what we're aiming the TFS book at. The right. M book is probably uh, the colleagues of the listeners of this show. <laughs> 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 I mean, but then again, the ALM product's so broad that there's whole areas that, like, I like, I I know you know a little bit about TFS and stuff. But if you talk to me about um, deep dive into Test Manager, while well, we use Test Manager every day to to handle our test cases, I'm by no means an expert in what you can do with Test Manager and load tests, or or even in, frankly, in using Visual Studio Ultimate. I don't use Visual Studio; I use Eclipse every day. So um, yeah, you know, there's there's lots of stuff in there that even I didn't know um, as I was reading through and reviewing the chapters. So it, it, it's worth it. But um, I think the pro TFS book is probably um, is aimed at this audience. Got it. Got it. Thanks. Yeah. I've got uh, both on pre-order as a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, I'm looking at the ALM for 20, uh, 2010 right now. So, Oh, oh thank you. Which chapter are you looking at right now? Yeah. Well, it's in my pile of uh, books that I want to read. Again, more. But no, I actually bought that one. I pre-ordered that when that was uh, announced, and I, I reused that and, and shared that book with you know, some of the my management team and stuff. So yeah, it's good to explain things to people. Yeah. Yeah, a good overall is such a it's such a broad product. One of the top tips I would give you though is to go. Um, when you're looking at the screenshots and things, there's always like little hidden jokes in some of the screenshots. And also, um, if you check out some of the dates and times on those screenshots as well, you can see how late we work in the middle of the night and things like that. <laughs> <laughs> so nice. like, you, you know, you, you go through the build chapter, it's like 2 o'clock in the morning, 3 o'clock in the morning, 4 o'clock in the morning, 5 o'clock in the morning, you know, 7 o'clock that same morning. And you're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Honestly. Like that. Yeah. 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 Anyway. All right, so uh, in the last show, uh, we talked about a uh, that there was no command line utilities for the TFS team tools, and we talked about a utility that was released. That was in show forty four, and uh, you know I, I probably whined about well, it'd be great if the source were available for this. Well, they listened, or they already had a plan. Not that they listened, but um, and the source is now available. The community TFS team tools are now available on Codeplex, cool. and if you go to uh, a tiny URL. Dot com team tool code it'll bring you to the blog post and the blog post will give you all the links to both the codeplex site as well as the visual studio gallery where you can download the binaries um, it talks about the background of, of the tools and, and future plans and that kind of stuff so you know I, I, again I, I love that uh, you know people that are releasing their source you know that it's if it's not core to your revenue stream or core to your IP. It's a utility. It's, it's something that you add on to. You know, we all stand on the shoulder of giants. Every single one of us are, are, are you know, using code samples here and there. So it's only you know, fair to give back. And, and so I applaud anybody who has the, 
the strength to release their source code because it's always scary. I've got my code out there in, in a number of CodePlex projects, and, and it's I, I look at that code and I kind of cringe, like, oh god, I hope nobody's really looking at at this stuff. But you know, it's out there. I and, actually uh, went to yeah, just got, gone along to the you know the CodePlex site as well at uh, tfsteamtools.coplex.com, and you just yeah, they've done a good job. Not only on on this particular project, but the Coplex team are doing a really good job at the minute. The site's looking beautiful, isn't it? And it just it's working. Really, yeah, they're really really cranking on Coplex at the minute. It's great to see. So, what have you got? Um, so uh, we've been. I mentioned um, when I was at um, TechEd, I did some I did a couple of talks. One on TFS Preview. Um, oh, sorry, one on. Um, uh, TFS Express, you know, the, the new free SKU of TFS. But then I also did a talk on TFS Preview, obviously the hosted version of TFS, which if people haven't got um, accounts with, then go along to tfspreview.com right now and get yourself an account. You no longer need an invite. So if anyone's listening to this show and doesn't have an account, then shame on you. you <laughs> you're not allowed to listen to the next show until you've got an account on tfspreview.com. But if you go along, uh, get yourself an account. Um, if you want to go to tinyurl.com slash talk uh, talk dev 340 then you can actually see uh the um a version of the talk i gave at TechEd on um on you know tfs preview and go, i go through from creating um an account uh, all the way through to checking in code to actually deploying that code onto um azure uh, um on every single check-in you know setting up a ci build and then setting that setting up a build which does the automatic to deploy into an Azure website as well. So, uh, yeah, so that's an interesting talk to give you a, round, a, a good run through. But um, uh, Aruno's got a bunch of um, uh, posts he's working on at the minute. If you go to um, tinyurl.com slash E-L-B-R-U-N-O-0-1, so Bruno one then uh, Bruno Campiano, oh, I know Bruno, you know Campiano. Campiano. Yeah. I, I apologize for butchering everybody's names, but yeah, Bruno has um, has uh, got a bunch of blog posts on the TFS service, and he's, he seems to be going through one by one, um, you know, how to test the cloud, how to use it, and it's a really good way of just being able to test TFS and play with TFS for free. So, um, and it's free right now. Anyway, we will definitely be introducing a charge for it at some point in the future. So, if you haven't already, head along to the El Bruno blog from Bruno, Bruno Campiano. There we go. I'll say that right. Um, okay, Greg. Yeah, I, I love his posts. You know, I, I've, I, it's it's translated now, so everybody be be warned. You know, don't don't beat him up. He, he's uh, uh, posting both his original language uh, um, and translated into English. But uh, it, it's still, you know, we're geeks. You know, we can see the all we need is screenshots and a you know a little bit of text, right, and or code. Yeah, and, and we can go through it. But uh, and, and these uh, series of posts are. Uh, pretty much pretty well focused you know try this do this do this do this and and he walks it through it and it's very nothing to be scared of yeah you know, it's really kind of easy so i i love that about that and uh, bruno is very active in the community as well and you know on the on the mvp mailing list and that sort of thing he's, he's been heavily involved in the alm scene for a long time he's in fact got a book i think uh in spanish visual studio alm book um 
I'll find a link to it in the show and stick it in the show notes. But if any any Spanish listeners out there want an ALM book, I'll, I, I can plug other people's books as well as my own. So, um, <laughs> yeah, if, actually, if you go to that uh, tiny URL okay. uh, right there on the page, he's got two of them. Oh, uh, brilliant. There we go. Yeah, Visual tiny... Studio ALM and then a Visual Studio 2010.4.net4. Cool. So if you go to tinyurl.com slash E-L-B-R-U-N-O-0-1, and then there's a couple of links there, and I'm, I'm guessing there'll be his Amazon associate links so he can... <laughs> Should be. So. Uh-huh. So, uh, yeah. Funny, that, saying that, I've actually got a version of the ALM book in, uh, I think it's Czechoslovakian on my... Um, I'm not sure. In, 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 um, on my shelf, I've no idea what it says, but there we go. If anybody wants a copy, if anybody wants it, then do send it to me, and I'll post it along as long as it's within Europe. So there we go. Okay. <laughs> so the next part that I had is, you know, we've been talking about conferences a lot, yeah, and you know, we're going to talk about them a little bit more. But there was a Brian Schroer. S-C-H-R-O-E-R, it did a roll your own free .NET tech conference. And he does a roll up of both of the tech eds, the NDC, Norwegian Developer Conference, Ordev, ASPConf, CodeStock, UserGroup.tv. He's basically giving you a bunch of links on how you can create your own on-demand tech conference that's awesome and that's he really- provides some uh, suggestions as well you know mostly uh web-based stuff but still it doesn't mean he's not bad or he's not good but uh yeah it, it, there's so much on demand you know uh, uh, uh video and sessions and stuff out there that it's almost becomes overwhelming as to where do you find all this stuff mm-hmm. well Brian's done a lot of that work. And if you go to tinyurl.com slash roll, R-O-L-L-Y-T-C, as in roll your tech conference, um, he'll uh, give you all the links that you need to create your own. You know, I, I call them bunny slipper com- uh, conferences where you can sit at home in your little bunny slippers, keeping your feet warm, and you can just go as deep and as long as you want. Yeah. Well, and also I quite like to, uh, I try and, I try and do these when I have real jobs, which again, I haven't had a real job for a few years now. When I had a proper job, I, um, used to, uh, do like tech talks and things and we, you know, or brown bags. And right. uh, quite often we would, um, pick a couple of sessions and we would have interactive brown bags. So somebody would go and research a topic and present it to the rest of the team. But we'd sometimes, again, um, we would just go play one of like the best sessions from TechEd or, you know, um, and just play that as the video. Like that Damien Edwards session on ASP.NET um, Real Time Web, that, was, that scored really, really well. And I know that would be a great session to sit down and watch if you're into ASP.NET um, and, uh, and just sit down, you know, as a group and, and watch it while eating your lunch in the conference room one day. So... Yep, good stuff. So speaking of conferences. Yeah, speaking of conferences, one of my uh, good friends, a guy called Clark Sell, um, he's a, a developer evangelist um, in the central region, and he's actually putting on a conference, uh, the That Conference. So if you go to tinyurl.com slash thatconf12, so T-H-A-T-C-O-N-F-12, um, it'll give you more about the conference he's putting on. It's August 13th to 15th. Um, so, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's ju- the start of a week in uh, the Kalahari Resort in Wisconsin. And, um, he's got some good speakers. He was, um, yeah, I think he's got, uh, is he getting Joel Spolsky over? I'm trying to remember now. He's got some, he's got some really good, uh, I know he's, I saw a tweet from him about some, let's have a look, speakers. Here we go. I'm just checking out the site now at thatconference.com. Uh, Aaron, I'm trying to think. I saw one and I was like, wow, he's got that guy. 
I know he's got some great speakers coming anyway, so um, it'd be worth going right. along and seeing um, and checking out his sessions. I like that uh, the subtitle for it, that conference, Summer Camp for Geeks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now, I'm quite glad because Clark often does things like co-camps and stuff, but uh-huh. it's actually um, really it's quite hard often for people to go to a co-camp in the summer months, you know, in August and September when the kids are off school. Right. So I'm, I'm quite glad he's doing this one, you know, during during working hours in the week. And often it's easier to get away in August because people are on vacation and things anyway. So there's not many other conferences on in that time of year. So it's worth going along. And as uh, say, Kalahari Resort sounds nice, doesn't it? And it's quite cheap. Yeah. It's like 360 bucks or something, I think. I don't know. Uh, 349, yep. Yeah. There you go. Yes. Yeah. yeah, so, uh, and plus Clark, Clark's a really good friend. We go way back. So got to give him some props. There we are. Great. Anyway, we're at, we're at the middle of the show, Greg. Yep, and I get to do the, the sponsor shout-out. Yay. Okay, <sighs> deep breath. <laughs> Episode 45 of Radio TFS is brought to you by SAS Made Easy, a leader in hosted TFS, dedicated virtual servers, and TFS ALM consulting. You can reach them at www.sasmadeeasy.com. That is www.sasmadeeasy.com or email at sales at sasmadeeasy.com. And now back to the show. Yeah. So speaking of uh, Bruno, we um, he has another post as well, which has got an excellent set of um, training materials for Team Foundation mm-hmm. Server 2012. Um, the we've we've done a lot of work on the TFS preview um, site to really improve the getting started experience. And so if you go to um, if you go to uh, sorry, let me get his uh, tinyurl.com slash vs2012 learning one he takes you through and shows some of the highlights of it um but not only that so he's showing you there about um all the visual studio content that we've got on the site um but if you go to where it says get get so if you go to tfspreview.com and click on the learn tab um it goes through and it's you know start code build test and then collaborate is kind of the 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 way it goes through but you can also where it says visual studio that's actually a little drop down you can flip that between visual studio and eclipse and so you can go get exactly the same um you know instructions about how to do it from eclipse as well so you just do that flip it over and then it actually remembers that you want eclipse so when you go back to the learn site for eclipse it works so there we are so uh yeah it's a little top tip for you um <laughs> And then, um, speaking of uh, training materials, um, a certain uh, uh, friend of mine uh, called uh, Greg has a has an excellent post that links to links to all that as well. Um, so, uh, did you uh, you went through and actually showed about the drop down, didn't you? I, I thought I was yeah. stealing. I thought I was stealing something there from you, but actually, no. You. well. Yes, 2012 learning too. You'll learn all about that top tip. I just thought I was giving away there. Never mind. Oh, damn it! There we are. There we are. Yeah, right. Well, Sorry, Greg. Save me from that. No, that's okay. It was a uh, you know that was one of the, the things that I found. That's why I blogged about it. Is, is that uh, you know stealing most of uh, Bruno's content, but uh, the, the, that drop down isn't necessarily apparent. It's a metro style kind yeah, of website. We're going to change that and make it more obvious that that's okay. there. But yeah, good good feedback. Yeah, that that was so. And you see that, and I just kind of like that that they've centralized the training there on the TFS preview site. 
you know, and it's not just a click here, click here, but you know, they go from getting started with Visual Studio to connecting it to TFS to setting up your builds. You know, we've talked about how you can do builds in the cloud with uh, the TFSP, and you know, they go through it. You know, setting up the build, running tests with the build, uh, you know, using other test frameworks. They're out in the cloud. Uh, you mentioned Test Manager. Well, they talk about that here as well. How to create a test plan and a test case, and um, how to add team members to your project, uh, storyboarding, using the task board, all that stuff, and it's all there on the TFS preview site. So With screenshots and everything, because well, the MSDN guidance is always quite light on screenshots, what it used to be anyway, so mm-hmm. yeah, there's lots of screenshots, and it gets rapidly updated as well. I know that we're working on a next version of content, and we, we basically update it all the time, so it's cool. Um, yeah, Greg, do you have anything? Yeah, well, you know, it wouldn't be a Radio TFS show if I don't... Uh, you know, gush with love over the ALM Rangers. Uh, what's well, not to love about the ALM Rangers? <laughs> Late last night, uh, um, Willie P uh, posted, and he talked about the. You know, we all. I don't know if you all know, but the ALM Rangers aren't just a you know uh, a war room at Redmond. They are a worldwide virtual team made up of people from inside and outside of Microsoft. So. Um, P did a part one post so far, and I assume later parts will be coming in. They talk about how do you deal with that, you know, and everybody, if you're, you're coding, you're dealing with people. I got to say most everybody does. They're not necessarily in your um, cube area. Maybe they're in a different building. Maybe in a different state. Maybe they're different time zone, country, planet. You know, uh, um, how do you deal with that virtualization? And he talks about it. They've been doing it now for a while. And so he goes into it's like a little in this part. It's a question and answer. Uh, you know, how does the how do, how do you make it work? You know, where do um, what technology do you use? Uh, and you know, Peter Peter's always very good at um, Willie Peter's always very good at di- uh, like the di- his diagrams always very good, but he's also always very good <laughs> at thinking about team dynamics and how teams work and the human element to software development. Um, he did a couple of books a long time ago. Now it's probably not worth pointing, but they were very good because it was all about um, the human side of software development. And then this this post is all about, which is why I liked it as well. It's all about team building and how to, you know, the, some of the principles he puts in place about about putting a team together and establishing networks between teams and that sort of thing. It's great, right? And you can get that at tinyurl.com. V A L M Ranger as in virtual A M A L M Ranger. So speaking of uh, Tech Edge Europe, one of the um, guys I got to spend some time with was uh, Jakob Ehn at, at Tech Edge Europe. He was there, um, and he's uh, just published. Um, so in, we've talked about it previously in the show, the TFS Build Manager, Community TFS Build Manager for Visual Studio 2010, which is basically um, a replacement of the you know the Build the Build Explorer page editor. Right. Um, but it's got a bunch of features in that are really handy for um, bulk editing of, of builds and basically handling builds if you've got, you know, if you're in a large organization with lots of builds and things. And it's just a set, it's an open source. Again, that's one of the things I do love about the team, the community is that they do these open source things. But I also love it about the product because it actually makes it possible to do an entire, you know, yeah replacement of the build explorer and just stick it in and have all the function the same functionality there and more um so you get you get to do bulk um, operations on build definitions you get to do bulk operations on the builds like you know can't delete a whole raft of builds you get to create um 
a DGML, you know, architecture diagram kind of. of your Diagrams, build, yay! Uh, you build controllers. <laughs> Uh, you get to clone build definitions, which um, is in uh, the power tools, but you get to do that right. with this as well. And, you know, a bunch of things there. And they've updated it with a 2012 a version that works against 2012 RC. Um, so if you go along to uh, that'll be tinyurl.com slash VS2012 build man and uh, find out all about that. Nice. And I was looking at the Visual Studio Gallery for that, and there's actually even a standalone Windows application that's available on the CodePlex site. So if you don't want to use the oh. extension within Visual Studio, you can just run the little standalone app to do it as well. So that's kind of neat. Brilliant. And yeah, it, definitely. Yeah. And, you know, given the sources there, too, you can get the source for that little standalone. That's neat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're great, aren't they? So we're, we're coming up uh, towards the end of the show, Greg. Have you got one or two things you want to just cover off? Yeah, just one last uh, a project, and we're talking about Visual Studio extensions. And this one isn't an ALM thing. This is just a Visual Studio thing. But I saw it. I was like, oh, that's cool. Uh, Sando and uh, from uh, David Shepard, Sando, you know, the fast local code search engine built with open APIs. His, the title of it is Code Search Sucks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I saw that and was like, oh, yeah, I, I got to look more into that. And what he's done is he's taken uh, Lucene and full text indexed our source code and done it intelligently. So now we can do Bing-like searches on our source code. You don't have to do the, you know, the, the 90s-based find and replace, you know, the find dialog or, or dealing with all the regexes and stuff. You can do modern type searching uh, of our code bases. And the source is available for this as well. So I, I thought that was like, ooh, that's cool. And he's got a number of, of videos that, that describe it and everything else. And you can get those at tinyurl.com slash sando01, as in S-A-N-D-O-0-1, uh, tinyurl.com sando02, or tinyurl.com sando03. Cool. And this is a Visual Studio plugin that plugs into um, you, you, and searches your local code that you have locally. Correct. So, okay. Correct. Brilliant. Oh, that's great. Hey, okay. we're about to um, wrap up the show. Uh, anything you want to shout out before we before we finish the show? Yeah. Uh, next week, we're trying to get. You know, we were talking about Brian Keller. Well, we've I, I've been uh, uh, emailing with him, and we're going to try to get him on our next show, July twenty sixth show. Cool. So, um, listeners out there, if you have any ideas, what we're going to try to do, the, the, the tentative topic is a five or ten hidden gems or things that he thinks is really cool but just isn't getting any airplay. You know, there's so many different features at it, and we've talked about so many different things, but what are the things that haven't been talking about that, that he thinks is cool? So that's the tentative plan. Um, but if you guys out there have uh, any questions that you have always wanted to uh, uh, ask Brian uh, about uh, him, Microsoft, the books that he's written, uh, TFS, or if you have any questions you want to ask us, please email us at radiotfs uh, at gmail.com or send us a voicemail. Or send us a voicemail. Leave us a voicemail message at one four two five two three three. 8379 and uh, give us your questions and you know we'll pass them on to Brian and, and we'll see where that goes fantastic oh I'm looking forward to that one Brian's always good fun one of my, one of my good friends so well, we're both a friend of both of ours so should be a good <laughs> show even if we don't talk about anything we'll, we'll have fun listeners probably <laughs> 
Well, that's the important thing, right? As exactly. long as we enjoy well, it, yeah. ah, you guys. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Great. Well, hey, well, if you have been listening this far, thanks very much for your time. Uh, thanks for listening to Radio TFS, and we'll see you next time with hopefully Brian Keller on Radio TFS. Mm-hmm.